we've been doing on how to create a juicy magnet gets you new clients. And today I'm joined by um, Julie from Thinking Caps. On her lead magnet, we uh, the first session we talked about what the lead magnet needed to be and what it needed to look like. The second session we kind of went through that session and then talked about what her nurture sequence needed to be. And in this session, we're going to focus on how to and alter that lead nurture sequence to make it a bit better, and then how to promote it. So this is a three-step process. If you're new to this uh, format and this session, I recommend that you can listen to and two previous episodes just to make sure that you've got the whole of the game. While I'm here, I do also want to say to all of you, thank you so much for the lovely feedback and do also apologize for the sound that we've got today. There's heavy rain on both Moon and Julie's side going on at the moment and it's very difficult not to get that sound on the podcast. You'll hear a little bit of a white noise that my engineer is going to be able to sort out a little bit, but my hand and the, and the sound, so apologies for that. Weather has got a lot to answer for, wouldn't you say, Julie? It's been terrible. <laughs> it has been really awful, I know. I've been in Southland for the last few days and I've forgotten how terrible the weather was. Um, so, um, for those of you that don't know who I am, my name is Rachel Plava and I am the host of Confident Content. We're a content uh, marketing podcast. It's all for small business owners helping you become more confident and more courageous when it comes to and this is one of my live coaching format sessions. So this is with me, with Julie, who's one of my coaching clients, working through this together. So as she learns, you learn, and we all get better at content marketing together. So first, before we start, welcome again to the show. It's lovely to have you again, Julie. Thanks, Rachel. It's really good to see all this hard work that you've been doing. You've been really busy while um, in between the sessions, and you created your nurture sequence using a template that I gave you as part of um, the work we do together, plus working through some things. And I just wanted to talk around a few little things that will help you, but also help. And some of these things you might be already doing, uh, but you've kindly shared, shared with me your uh, sequence draft, which is great. And there was a couple of things that you may be doing wasn't clear from the draft. So, for example, in the first email, uh, which is the day zero, which is great, you've got the title, which is Crack the Literacy Code, Fun Ways to Help Your Children Guide Your Requested. I, I may be a bit shorter, but... So it's really important to, in that first email to tell people what it is that they requested it. People often forget, even though it's five minutes later, or if they forget to open, so that was great. The rest of that was really good. The only thing I wanted to check with you is I probably would go, if you've got, join us on Facebook, I would make that a hyperlink. That all of those are hyperlinked on there. I mean, that would make it better. I'm just going to see if I can change the setting on this to make it and get better sound, because this is fair. That rain is just <laughs> okay. So I would definitely make sure that you've got that um, space on there of doing that. So doing the same with Instagram and also with the book of time, make all of those hyperlinked so that you're not having those blue lines of text in there. It just tidies it up a little bit. Right, so it's just a really good thing in terms of just the solutions. That happened. The other thing is, um, I would definitely use name in the title for your following emails. The following title has what it is, we're here to help. I would say name, have you heard? So it means that they're more likely to feel like it's a personal email from you. Um, so I would do that. Again, I'd do the hyperlinks because I think that that's really important. Besides that, I really loved, I love that you had like a little free template that people could use as an extra thing. 
um, which is really cute. Um, and so I really liked that idea. So that was cute. Um, the other thing is then moving from that, I feel like everything you did was great, except that you make sure you get the hyperlink. The only thing that I would say is, here is the title of the next one. Here's how Louise's son improved. Improved what? Need to make sure that people are going to open it and it doesn't, it doesn't have enough in there. So I might have something like that in there that was about reading and literacy. So it would be, um, it was actually confidence and also literacy skills. So it might be, here's how Louise's son improved his literacy in only two terms. It's got that beautiful time space there of like, wow, this only took two terms to do. What we're talking about is you're focusing on literacy, so that fits really well. So you would have that in there. I would then do the title of the next one, 11, add the name, name. But, um, wouldn't it be, so instead of won't it feel great, wouldn't it be great to have peace and harmony again in a child who loves learning? So put their name in there because it's, it's about the personal feeling. And then today it feels a great day to enroll in what? It feels a great day to enroll in our literacy program. So today, I would have instead of today, it feels like a great day to enroll. Today it feels a great day to help your child improve their literacy would be a better answer. Um, and then here's what Liz found out in the last one. Again, we make that specific. So we need to make sure that our, our email um, subject lines are going to get people opening up and doing that. So for that one, it would be shit. Um, so here's what's just like a thing around um, it's not so much how found, but how found out because I'm looking at your testimonial that doesn't quite fit with that. So I would probably have something like, um, here's, um, do you want do you want to have the same results that Liz had with her daughter's thing or something like that? Because actually, when you look at it, you say that the results have been staggering and it's really great. So I would have something like that in there. And besides that, that's perfect. Uh -huh. Great, you okay. did a great job. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Great template. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you. Uh, but I think that they're all ready to go. Once they're all loaded up, um, the first thing I would suggest you do is that you actually send this out to your existing database. Now, people might think that that's kind of weird, but what we want to do is see if your existing database is interested in structured literacy because they're your ideal clients. So obviously some of them may already know about it. They might already have an awareness of it. But we might want to actually think through, like, um, just testing out a little bit and just getting them to kind of see if they're interested in it, if they want to download it. The other reason this is useful is that quite often these people are the most engaged people and they'll come back and go, man, that was fantastic. Such a great resource. Oh my gosh, I understand it so much better. You can then use those responses to advertise or market this resource to other people. So it means that you're actually getting people that are engaged in your community. So I always recommend if you've got something like this, you can just give it, they're already in your email list, so they don't need the nurture list, the nurture sequence. You could just send it as a free checklist for them to go through or, you know, free guide. And so I'd love to have some feedback if it was helpful. And then you're going to get that lovely testimonial feedback. Ah, oh, great. The segmented into clients and non-clients, you could send it to your clients, your current clients, is it just a free PDF? You could send it to the others okay. as a sign up for it, and then they'll go into the nurture sequence for it to get become clients. So there is that option okay. if you'd like to do it that way. Yeah, okay. That would be a really effective thing just to kind of get it pushed out. I did that with my last one, the marketing fix, and it was so good because 
I got these really beautiful um, testimonials that I could use on my landing page. So that's the next stage is I would create mm. a landing page for it. I know that in the resources I gave you, I gave you like a landing page option. You can create that in Made a Light. You're using Made a Light, aren't you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. so you can yes. Yeah. Using a template. I personally would, if you could get a testimony, which would be really useful, I would add, I would have like the layout that I gave you. So you basically have a picture of the front page and a, um, and, and like a, for them to fill out right at the top with the call to action of like, can I get this? And then I would probably put like a little bit like a one-liner or one sentence about why it's important to have it or what it's going to do. Maybe a testimonial in there too if you've got one, if you've sent this out before so you can do that, have that testimonial. And then I would have about the authors and have some information about you and Michelle at the bottom with a picture of both of you, just kind of giving that proof of like, well, we're teachers, we know what we're doing, we work in this area. This is not just a random thing that we've done by using ChatGPT. We've created this resource using our own knowledge. So I would actually make a slightly longer one for you because you're considered experts in your field. I would also mention um, something, maybe have a link there to the page on your website that has the structured literacy um, program. You've got a page on your website for it? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I would have a link to it there just in case it's going to capture people that actually really want to do that. And that's actually one thing. That I didn't see on the nurture sequence when I think about it is maybe having a cheeky little PS want to find out more about our structured literacy services before making a time. Um, you can find out more here and actually having like a little link to that page on the nurture sequence just at the bottom or having something somewhere on there so they can just go and do that for those people that aren't quite ready to make a booking. Mm. Uh, the first place I've got it is in day 14. I haven't yeah, got so anything make... else before that. I might put it in that first time because I think that that would be okay. You actually have like a, you've got join us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, book a time. And then you can have say PS curious. So I'd put it as a PS, PS curious to find out more about um, how structured learning can help you crack, help your child crack literacy code. So actually have say PS curious about how our structured learning program can help your child crack the literacy code. Find out more information about our program here. Having that on that first email will just capture those people who are just almost ready to make a decision and they'll get crossed there too. So don't be afraid of doing that in that nurture sequence. I think everything else is fine. I think it's okay to wait till day 14 to do that again. But from day 14, I would definitely have that content in there for every email afterwards. Yes. Yep. So I've got a 14 okay. and then a 21. And so I've got a ready to enroll at 21 as well. Eight. Now, we do as part of our strategy, and we talked about promotional posts, we talk about having promotional posts for offers. And I would add this as one of your offers. It's a free thing that you could do. Make a really great post that's about downloading this and add that to your cycle of your promo post, which is you're doing every, you're doing three posts a week at the moment on Facebook I think or more? That's five probably, at least every day, weekday. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. So if it's five, then you can have a promo post once a week, a strong call to action. Mm -hmm. So this just gets added into that pile. So it means that maybe every five weeks or so, this gets people go and can get the offer to have a download and it's got the download link in there. If it's on Instagram, obviously you can't do the download. So you just have to remember that when that's on there, that you just like basically put it, um, share it to your page and do that there. Um, I'd also do a story, an Instagram story and a Facebook story where you share the link in it and then have it as a saved story on your Instagram so that people can, in the highlights, so people can go to it there. 
Um, you can now have more than one link on your Instagram uh, for links. And so I'd have a download link on there as well for the download, the free download. Okay. I would also um, have it obviously on your website, on the front page. There should be a download the Crack the Code thing on the front page. Normally we have a book of time and then the, this would be like the second or third call to action on that page. So it's, it's really about putting kind of midway down the page. So it's just got that option. So definitely have it on there. If either of you are on LinkedIn at all and using LinkedIn, are you using LinkedIn? Um, we both have it. Um, mine's mm, needs work on. Michelle's has got much better um, traction on hers, but that's that's kind of the next step for us once we get this sorted. And I think we, we're doing well with yeah, Facebook and Instagram are kind of ticking doing over great. now. That would be. I can't our next even goal. compare what you were doing a year ago to what you're doing now. Like it's so mm. good. It's yeah, just thank you. So much better. It, it, mm. So much better. And it just feels like you're getting a bit of humor in, you're adding a bit of like it feels very personable, it feels very relevant, it's got your professional side. And I do think, you know, like a lot of that content could go very easily on LinkedIn without a lot of changes. So you don't actually have to do a lot more content. You could just start using it. The only problem is with Metrical is you can only have either a business page or a personal page. If if Michelle if Judy's um, if Michelle's got more, yeah, I got that wrong. If Michelle's got a lot more kind of traction on hers, what I would do is say, let's use Mich- uh, Michelle's as the one that fits in with Metrical, is linked to Metrical as a personal page. And then she can actually just start scheduling that material on her personal page. And then you, we can always create you a met- free Metrical account for your one and maybe use some of the material again on there. But I would just use one at a time, you know, do one at a time per account, which is a bit annoying. So, but one of the things I'd say with that is if you both spend some time optimizing your LinkedIn page, there is a featured section. And on the featured section, you can have that downloadable thing on there. So if anyone comes to visit your profile, there is that crack the code, download the crack the code literacy for your child. You know, go to child age, such and such and such and such, download this. So I would definitely do that. Um, I also would um, check your local Facebook pages. Um, so I think like maybe like maybe not the Hibiscus Coast page. That one can be a bit tricky. But some of the other ones like the Hibiscus Community page or um, the Gifted Intelligent page, things like that. And just have like a little schedule where you share it. You might have to check some of those pages to check if you're allowed to share a link. Um, but, you know, having that as an option. Yeah. Michelle's got all of those. Yeah. She's got all of those in her cycle that every now and then she'll just post to um, and they yeah. all get approved, you know, they have to go through the system. But yeah, I think it's cool. a really good one to do because it's helping demystify. So especially you can say, you know, um, we run a structured literacy program. A lot of um, parents don't know what it is. Um, one of the stepping stones is understanding how literacy works. So we've created this guide or um, for you to use. And to me, that would be a really great way to capture people as well. That's from lo- from locally. So I think that would be really useful. And then the last one that I think would be really useful for you is once you've kind of got all those organic things going, um, so having it as a link on your Instagram, definitely having a link to it on your Facebook. Um, I would definitely have it as a pinned post on your Facebook page. So when people first come, they've got that option to actually look at it first and download because that's using it as like a good lead generation. Um, and then what I would do is I would have um, a have all that structure going on. Make sure it's on your Facebook page. Checking all those sort of things. Make sure it's on your website. Uh, and then... I was going to suggest you do. Let me just website. We've got your Instagram. We've got LinkedIn. Uh, we've got Facebook. Making sure that the links are all in there, so it's working. Making sure that it's in the Facebook groups as well that you're allowed to do. 
Oh, and then the last thing is once those are all humming and they're going well, this is a perfect use of Facebook ads. Uh. So this is much better than buy our stuff. You could actually target, um, you can target all the families. You can actually target parents because what age group is it for? Five to, five to eights? Yeah, probably. Yeah. So I would do parents of children that are three to five, five to eights. So you can uh. actually do that as a filter who live in the hibiscus coast. So go quite broad. You could even do Rodney, so like quite a big uh. section because, uh-huh. you know, like you might not get people directly in the space, but you want to kind of capture, have a big enough audience. Uh. And I would target those people with an ad asking them if they'd like to have it. So like say, you know, um, is your child starting school about to start? Has your child started school or about to start school? And you're hearing the term structured literacy. It can be confusing to work it out. At Thinking Caps, we love helping children do it. We have children's literacy programs. But the good news is there's also lots of things that you can do to get started to help your children's literacy. Um, click here for our, da- our free guide on how you can help literacy for your children or something like that. And I, it's interesting. I was, I've was i actually been staying with a, a mum this week who's got a, a beautiful five-year-old. And um, I, as a teacher, you kind of have this understanding of how you do things and she's got sight words that she's got to remember and learn she's got like the magenta sight words and it was funny because she was stuck on one and I could see her mum trying to like work out how to do it for her and it was and and she'd read and she knows and and so I just covered that and over like I covered the d over and said what's that when she said and and then I took the my hand off and she went and oh and and so she could work it out and I was thinking I knew how to do that as a teacher but I, but I think often people don't know how to do that automatically. And it's the same with game playing. We as teachers often make um, huge assumptions that it's just natural for us to use interesting vocabulary with children. Or it's natural to play with words and do I spy and things like that. And all the things that you've put in that amazing plan of yours of things that they can do. We think that those are so simple and so easy. But that's because we're experts in the space. Well, you are more of an expert than me. I'm way out of doubt. Date. But that kind of thing is why this is going to be so powerful. So I think like when you're giving them that and they go, this was really useful and you made me feel more empowered as a parent. You made me feel like I can do these things, that I can have fun and play no matter how I feel about literacy and numeracy. I feel a lot safer. They're more likely then to come to talk to you. Plus they've signed up to that email list. Uh, uh. Now there is a few little technical things around this. So when you're creating uh, creating those ads... There is an option to do what's called a lead generation ad or a lead ad. And when you do that, there is an option to connect your mailer light with Facebook directly so that when you when they fill it out the form, they do it on Facebook and it feeds through automatically as a lead into mailer light. Now it's a bit tricky. That would be my preference for you because it feeds up so much faster. It's not effectively going off Facebook, even though it's going into mailer light. But it is a bit technical. So if you that's too stressful, I can't cope with that. Just make the ad go to the landing page of the form and go, at some point I'm going to work out how to do the lead generation. Cool, fancy way of doing it. But let's just make it simple. Let's just have it this way on having the form so that people can automatically get it and going. Now, before you do any of that, when you've made that landing page, one of you has to test it. Don't use one of your emails because if you use like um, Juliet Thinking Caps or something like that, if you use that email, 
it's often one of the ones that will go to spam on your thing because it's the email you're already using. So use a Gmail account or something like that as a test account and just test it to make sure that you're getting the email, that you're getting all the information because if you're not, you have to fix that. Yeah. So just make sure you've Got tested it. everything before you start. But mm-hmm. that's, how you, that's how you do it. So it's basically just remembering to push it out. Make sure it's part of your promo post. You're remembering to push it out on a regular basis. Have it as part of the strategy of what you post in a group. Um, that's really important. Send it to your existing list so they already know what it's on. So you've got that reach. And the I think the only other thing I'd say is measure. Get used to if someone comes to you, go and peek and mail a light and see did they download it. So you can start having a look and see is this working for you. Um, I worked with uh, someone a few years ago and we set one up for her and it was for a building company. So it didn't have heaps of people downloading it. And she said, like, I don't think it's working. And we went into her nurture sequence and saw her downloaded. And 70% of the people that had downloaded it had become a client, which is really high. Wow. And yeah. but the thing was, she had no no idea because these were just kind of leads coming in and they felt magic, but it had been the power of the nurture sequence and the lead generation. Sure. So that's going to make you feel more inspired when you start seeing that happen. The other thing that you can do, which is which really helps that as well, which I do, it's very exciting, is when someone signs up, you can actually ask Mailer Light to send you an email notification that someone signed up to it. Yes, and that's quite exciting because then you get an idea of what's happening, and it just makes you feel like your your marketing's happening by magic. <laughs> and you can do that on most platforms. Yes, I love it. I also I really like it too because sometimes you'll find someone who might be an old client, for example, that hasn't been in touch. And if it's someone that you have worked with in the past, sometimes it's okay to be cheeky with those people and go, "Hey, I just noticed that you downloaded such and such." Um, if you, you know, if you if you've got some questions around the stuff, if it's someone you know, yes. not if it's someone you don't know, because that's kind of creepy. Yeah. But if it's someone you know, it is totally okay to do that. Uh huh. And then that can warm that up a bit faster. Uh. I do actually have a story that's like that. Actually, I had a client um, several years ago that was like that, and um, they they were. Uh. Um, they had been on my website. I had email tracking and I could see they'd been on my website like three times over three days and they hadn't gotten in contact. And so I messaged them and said, oh, you know, like, um, just sort of checking to see how you're going. They're like, what witchcraft is this? I was going to get in touch with you today. I need some work. <laughs> and I got this work from it. So, you know, I do, I'm a big believer. And if they are, sh- if it's a previous client and they're showing a lot of buying interest, but not quite clicking over, it is okay to go and just do like a little soft check-in with them personally. Mm. Um, um, but otherwise, you just leave everybody else. Got it. Questions from what we're talking about? So Make notes, I can hear them. I know. <laughs> along. Scratch, scratch, scratch. Yes, it's all my chicken scratchings, my mother would call them. Um, I guess really the next step for for me is that the, uh, like, mailer light automation and things, how do, how do I make that yes. work? Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's actually really simple. If you can do a drag and drop, it's... Basically, you go in and you create the um, the automation and it will say like start with a particular thing. So it'll be starting with a form that you see so create a form and then it starts the automation. And then you basically drag and drop the actions as you go in. So as, as you go to, you wouldn't go to create campaign. Um, so you'll have already created a form. So we've got, does it say create automation at the end? There, so click on that one and we'll just go and walk through it now. So just click the create automation. Yep. Um, and go through. So I can make sure that I can see that. Get this. I have messed with this and then it's not working. Okay. All right. So we've got that. I'm just going to move my screen a bit closer so I can see it. Okay. Um, so you're going to start. Let's go from start from scratch. 
Um, and so we're just going to create that. So just um, so create that that automation, start it off. And then it's, re- it's very much a drag and drop situation. So you're going to have to create like a, so I can, I'm finding this hard to see on your screen. It's not your fault. It's my, the fact that I've got like a really, really bad um, laptop, um, laptop at the moment. I can't see anything on that screen, so, Julie. Can you just it tell just me what it says? It just says set up, yeah, set up workflow trigger. Yep, so, so press, set, press that. And then it will um, choose so something. So you, when the subscriber joins the group, when subscriber completes the form, when the subscriber clicks a link up. Subscribe, when the subscriber field. completes the form. Okay, so we're going to click that one. Now, we don't currently have a form, I think, for this. Yes. No. So you'd need, so to, I need create to create that a form. form. Yeah. So you'd need to go through and create a form. Uh-huh. So that might stop us from doing that at, at some Any point. Let's just, yeah, yep. but let's just pretend it's something else. So let's let's take that one off, but you need to create a form for that one. So let's choose another one on there that we can yes. use. Have you got MailerLite set up anywhere else on your website yet? No, I'm only using it okay. for this lead gen. Okay. What else? If, so we need to start using it for your email list as well. It's yeah, make it much easier for you. So, what other options have we got there? Uh, joins the group, clicks a link. Um, hey, put clicks a link. Uh huh. Use that one at the moment. Yeah, because we can just add a link in then. Okay. Put clicks a link. So it's just to add a link in. Yeah. So I just put a website just, address. Do I? Address. Uh-huh. But ideally, but obviously it needs to be for the form. And I definitely yeah. would move the rest of your mailing list into here because we want to also see who is opening things, who is going on there. We need to have all the data in one place. So uh-huh. I definitely have them in there. Okay, so we go okay um, for that and just add uh-huh. that link on there. It's going to work for this. Yep. What does it say there? Didn't like it? Uh, invalid URL. Oh, does it have HTTPS on there? First? Mm-mm. Try that. Yep. Okay, and then we're going to go. Um, what does it say next? It just says when a subscriber clicks the link, and then it's got the website address, and then a little plus button underneath. Okay, must press be the like plus. The next one in the yep. workflow. I know. Yep. Yeah, press plus, and then it so says what? Timing? Is there a timing email one? Delay. Yep. Yeah, so delay. You go, press the email delay, and we're going to wait five minutes. It just means that if there's a problem or there's anything, and we always just put like a little bit of an email, like a five minute wait. Yep. And then we go plus. So, yep. We go, that's a new email. So that's the email there. Yep. yep. And so you could then basically copy, oh, hang on, sorry. And then you go, so you go email and then you go plus under that first email. Yep. So wait four days because. But how we've got like uh, day zero, day four. Yes. So you just go in and put those delays in and do uh-huh. that all the way along for all your emails. And so you'd put all your emails into the end. And then when you yep. get to the and end, let's the delay pretend and then. Plus at yep. the end, let's just pretend that's the last one. Uh-huh. Yep. Does it say end automation anywhere there? No, it just says condition, action, A, B, testing. I don't want that. Is that also what else have we got there? Uh, action. Yeah. Define an action. Uh, oh, update yeah, custom go... field, copy to groups, move group, remove group, add to unsubscribe, move to another step. Yes, okay, so we could move to another step and it could be going to the master list, for example. So you could have it that yeah, they go to your okay. HTML list at that stage. 
Yeah. And then it just gets, it goes to. So for you, it just means that you just have to make it really, really simple. You can put the information in there. I wouldn't make these. Um, so let's go to the top one, the first email, because we could do create email from here. Yeah. I just want to talk through a little bit about creating these emails. So if you click through onto that. Yeah. So it's opened up at the side here. So now you can put all your information in there at email. I want the emails to look as plain Ooh. as possible because it just means it's more likely to be So don't okay. worry about adding lots of information and beautiful headings. That just makes it feel like it's not personally from you. It feels like it's more of a campaign style email. So just mm. keep it as light and possible as possible yeah. through there. And that's it. It's pretty easy, right? Like that was mm. actually so... Okay. That was... Yeah, that it's is easy. easy than you think it would be. Yeah. 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 And I, and I can see the... Um, so that steps now. Yeah, that's cool. So... Um, and you can obviously add those hyperlinks in that content oh, part as well. 100% can do all of that. It's like using a Word document. Yeah. So I could just copy and paste the nurture sequence emails as long as the hyperlinks were correct. You often actually have to add the hyperlinks in there once it's in there. So um, so you need to make sure you've got okay. that. You do need to make sure when you've – I don't know if you've already done this with Man and Light, but you do need to make sure you've set up all the admin side of Man and Light right first before you start. And that it's email, that it's kind of on the right thing. It needs to make, make sure it's either your name or Michelle's name as the core emails. It'll be yours because I think you're in charge of sales. So, Rather than an admin email, yeah. admin emails yeah. tend to go to spam, like admin, info, all those sort of ones tend to go to spam much more than if there's a name. So yeah. let's try and make it sure that that's in there. Get all that kind of side of matter like ready set okay. up well before you set this up. And I would actually also go through that yes. rigmarole of actually in, um, downloading from MailChimp your current email list and putting them into here because it does mean that you can then instantly track yeah add people to that list as they come out of this nurture sequence. Yeah, it was going to kind of be a um, summer holiday job when it's not so frightened. Oh, I know that feeling. <laughs> it's that kind of, you know, admin job that, you know, it's actually you're too busy doing yes, the work I'm to actually the do moment. the stuff that needs to be done very, to do the work. So. very, long list of things that <laughs> I need to be doing at the moment, which is just like that. So I totally relate. But that, that's it. But, like that's... Yes, the, the year's oh, going to go quickly. Is, yeah. and, and, yeah, and I know you know Emily, she finishes her last exam on Saturday, so I've got her starting with me on Monday to do some of this stuff, and I can't wait. But I'm also stressed because it, it's like, you know this as well, when you're giving the job to someone, it's almost as stressful to actually go through and actually take time out to slow yourself yeah. down to give the job to someone. It's almost worse. To get it done yeah. right, yeah. Sometimes you think it's actually better if it's I not, just do it myself, but actually not, it's but not. It's just but like, it is, <laughs> it's a and false it's just economy, but... down and going out because it's basically, we're going to have a meeting where we're going to go through everything that she's meant to be doing and she's going to tell me the gaps in knowledge, which means it's going to create me more work in the short term, but in the long term it gives me time. That is the pain point of all of this is once yeah. you get some of this and you start to use this automation, now you've seen how easy that is, Julie. Have something where if yes, someone yeah, yeah. has um, filled, made a booking with you, you could send them some information. Have a thing here where if someone has um, asked for some material or something, it can be in here and you're not having to hunt it out. You can just add a tag and mail a light and they get the information. So there's so many things that you can use it for once you started yeah. it. Once you've got this, you can use the work sequence that I also know you've already got. You can use that for mail a light as well and then have that for your new customers. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah. But that exciting. Um, yeah, let me know awesome. when it's live. And thank, thank you, you so much for being a willing guinea pig for confident content as well. For those of you that are listening, um, they wanna, if they've heard you on the post, <laughs> Julie, how do they get a view? Uh, the best thing is to just jump on our website, which is thinkingcaps.co.nz. Uh, there's a button halfway down that says uh, if you'd like to book a chat. Sometimes it's nice to just talk over the phone uh, and, you know, this is what we're looking for. This is where my kitty's at. This is how we need the help. And we can suss out just the right help at just and the right time And you do actually do national um, what you need. too, just not with the structure. It's just separate. Focusing on two. Same, which is uh-huh. awesome. Yep, so um, so we do, yeah, year, year three to 13s, and we do um, obviously locally Ooh. here in Whangapara, we have uh, the local primary schools, we do the uh, the lessons in school time, um, but we've got kiddies all over New Zealand, they do them uh, via virtual lessons, but they're just the same as we would ordinarily do face-to-face, just with the computer screen too, in between. Those, um, so, as I said, I was yeah, in South Wales, I was really talking well. to the, pers- the, the five-year-old's mum, and she was saying, manage it because you know here everything's only 10 mm. minutes away so I can take my daughter to ballet or I can take my daughter to swimming and I can manage it whereas as a working mum doing that and trying to counter traffic so mm. hard but with you if it's a zoom tutoring really are just popping in you know it's okay for us on the coast everything's close yeah. but the minute you get like trying to drive somewhere else off the coast it becomes quite stressful so using zoom tutoring can be really helpful And we've got families who are just thinking pen links get you know coming in and it's going to be great in the longer term. Yeah, exactly. But right now the roads, the main roads, hard work. So some people are only ten, literally ten minutes away. But we'll prefer yeah, to totally do it online just because the the hassle factor of the traffic and yeah, it's a it long is. trip in and out for an hour. Thank you so much. Lesson, if so, those yeah, of you listening, please do go listen to the first two sessions if you're looking at like magnet. Now we use Mana Light to do because it's what I recommend to this of Julie's size and sort of stage um, I'm not a fan of MailChimp if you love it that's fine stay with it but we do as as Julie discovered this was very easy for her to actually use automations and Light. it's very easy so um, you can use Manalite it's free for a thousand subscribers um, we also personally use Active Campaign, which we tend to use and use it very in depth which is also amazing for automation you just need to have something that you can create workflows in whatever you're using it may not be Melanoid or active campaign it could be zoho which we also use for other things or if you're an e-commerce store it might be clavio but you just need to find the one that fits in best with what you do i'd also just really recommend um, that you also think about how you can make sure that that lead generation is really hitting the mark of a need in your client rather than being something that you want to talk about which is a difference this is why julie changed a little bit of what she was doing originally it was structured literacy and we talked about the the blocks that that might give people and so adjusting it was really important um and for those of you that were like hey this is good i can see how you're working and i'd love to have a chat to you we've actually got i think my february intake is almost already full for 2024 but i do have some spaces for my april intake um and i'm really happy to talk to you about being part of the coaching program where julia michelle is also at because they're amazing um (laughs) so um thank you so much um thank you so much for listening and thank you so much um again um, Judy, for today, it was it was awesome having you and we've missed her out with you. It's been great. I think the name of the podcast is perfect because I now feel way more confident being able to do this. So, great name. I'm so pleased that we could do that regardless of the fact that I couldn't get my, my um, video to work. So it shows you my technical abilities today with my new lineup <laughs> and my new laptop. But that's okay. We still persevered. So that was amazing. That's what and we do as small business owners. So yeah. We do. <laughs> we do. We have to sometimes adjust. Thank you so much. And um, thanks for listening in, everyone.